Welcome to the Swimming Ideas Podcast number three, Short Distance Skill Work. My name is Jeff and I will be your host for today's episode. Let's get started. Today's podcast is about short distance skill work. This can be used in your swim lessons and in your uh, swim team. Uh, Generally, we use this for our beginner swim groups, but we can use this for the more advanced swimming groups, uh, though we have not typically done it with them as they are generally already aware of the things that we're going through or are capable of doing a full 25 or a full 50 of the stroke or the drill without having to do a short distance. So what we're going to cover today is how you can use short distance with your swim lessons and your practices and then possibly you can even adapt this for other sports and use this technique to help teach more complicated skills in swimming and how to get a lot of repetitive practice in while also giving personalized feedback to every single participant, ideally every single participant. So I'm going to cover today with lessons. We'll start with swim lessons, how to set up your pool for short distances, how it works during a lesson, what the instructor should be doing, how to explain what you're doing to the participants, everyone, um, how to give feedback to each participant when they get to the instructor and when they get back to their starting place, and what the swimmer gets out of this experience. And we're going to walk you through their individual journey during a short distance event or practice. For your swim team, We'll be talking about how to set up the pool and your lanes for short distance work, how to break up into groups and which groups you want to break them up into, how this format works for you, um, and what the general flow of the pool is going to be like during this time. Um, We'll talk about what instructions you should be giving the swimmers, um, why the coaches, uh, I'm sorry, what the coaches will be doing during the swimming. Uh, during this short distance practice work and then what's next what do we do once we've done this and how do we integrate this into the rest of our program here we go we'll start with swim lessons okay what we're going to talk about is swim lessons and how to set up your pool for short distance skill work and how to integrate that into your swim lesson program Basically, what we're talking about is having our swimmers in a class do the same skill repetitively, so three times, possibly five times, depending on what it is, and how you want to set up your program to accommodate this type of short distances. So generally, there's two types of programs or swim lesson organizations uh, that we're going to talk about. Number one the individual class. So each class is its own level with an instructor that stays the same. And so for generally about a 30-minute swim lesson, those swimmers will be with the same instructor who will be dictating what's going on. So we'll call that the traditional swim lesson, like levels. Secondly, we have the station swim lesson. This may be more like Swim America, or you might have a swim station program near you or around you. 
Um, I encourage you to check this out. It can work two ways. You can have the same instructor in each station, and once they complete the objectives of the station, like Swim America, they move on to the next station and then leave that instructor behind. So each instructor has their own station for each class period. Secondly, we have the uh, other stations where during the course of 30 minutes, participants will start at station one. Once they've completed the objectives of station one, which may be something like 30 arm circles, 30 back arm circles, 10, 11 Y Eaton reaches, uh, 5 butterfly arms. Once they've done those activities, then they would move on to station 2, uh, in which case there would be a new instructor and a new objective to complete at that station. So those are the two, uh, I guess we'll call it the three types of swim lessons. We have the traditional swim lessons where they generally stay in the same place and they're grouped by level. And then we have the station swimming, the two varieties of stations where the instructor is the same until they complete competency of a level like Swim America or where there are multiple instructors over the course of 30 minutes. And as participants complete the objectives at each station, they move on to the next one during the course of those 30 minutes that they may be changing. So how can we use the short distance skill work for each of these three groups? Uh, we'll start with the traditional swim lessons, how you can integrate this into your program and how it works during a lesson. Typically, everything we do is we want to be doing repetition. So in a traditional swim lesson, you may have the instructor say, okay, we're going to be working on front glides. Let's, Johnny, you're going to go first. Uh, put your arms out in front of you, put your face in the water, push off to me. And that would be the first round of this short distance. And typically, most of the activities that you're going to be doing in a traditional lesson uh, do front glides, do supported back floats, kicking is all already this short distance skill work. And ideally, your instructor is going to be giving them immediate feedback. The twist that we're going to put on it is we're going to say, okay, class we're going to do this three times. Everyone's going to get a chance to go three times. We're going to do a supported front float together, and then I'm going to send you back to the bench or to the starting area, and while you're waiting, you can play with the rings or go underwater or blow bubbles, whatever you want. So, Johnny, you're going to go first. Put your hands on my shoulders. Push off with me. Can you put your face in the water? And we'll take maybe two steps back, turn around, and return to the bench. And then put him at the opposite end of the bench where he was not before. And then go over to the next person in line and take them out and say, Mary, we're going to do a front glide, a supported front glide. Put your hands on my shoulders. Keep your arms straight. Put your face in the water and push off to me. Okay, can you put your nose in the water? Walk around, come back, and go back to the um, the platform or the bench where Johnny will be waiting and we'll put Mary next to Johnny uh, and she's going to be behind him and then we'll go to Timmy and say Timmy put your arms out in front of you put your face in the water push off to me uh, Timmy can do this on his own so we're going to scale it up a little bit for him 
and then return him to the bench and we'll give him feedback. Say, okay, next time put your face in the water the whole time and look down. Remember to kick your feet. And then we're back to Johnny. Okay, Johnny, number two. Last time you didn't put your mouth in the water. This time put your arms out on my shoulders. And this time put your lips in the water. And then you'd walk backwards doing your front glides with him or front floats with him. And then you would go to Mary and then Timmy and then you'd start over again. So you're going to be going in a quick repetitive action and you're going to be cycling through and your time is limited so you want to be moving as quickly as you can without pause without waiting for them without asking them questions oh are you ready Uh, actually say here we go it's your turn give commands Um, and that that would work really well for the beginning classes uh, for uh, traditional swim lesson, if you have a more advanced class, you can stand about five yards away from your swimmers and you can do front glides and you can say, okay, everyone's going to go three times, streamline to me and stand on this other bench. Um, so you'd call them out by name. Johnny, ready, go. And then he completes it. Say, so here are the things you did well. Uh, good job at kicking your feet. Remember next time to point your face down. Okay, Mary, ready, go. All right, well done. Make sure you look, keep your face down. Remember next next time to also kick your feet. And then Timmy, ready, go. Okay, remember next time you got to kick your feet. Good job of keeping your face down. And then you would say, okay, now we're going to go back to the original bench. All right, Johnny, go. Mary, go. Timmy, go. And give feedback each time they leave. And this is important because we're giving them a lot of opportunities to accomplish the task, front glides or streamline. And we're giving them feedback each time they do it. And what we want to focus on is how we can give them this feedback as often and as quickly after they do it as possible. Uh, We can adapt this for um, freestyle. Okay, we're going to do this three times. Swim freestyle or do a streamline or do a front glide first and then do three arm strokes. And then the instructor is going to want to position themselves about what they think three arm strokes away is going to be from the starting person. So including the streamline, how far is that swimmer going to get with three arm strokes? And we can adjust this so if we're wrong the first time, we can back up or we can get closer and step in. And for a later podcast, we'll be talking about establishing trust in a swimmer. And we'll talk about why you want to not move once the swimmer has left the bench or left their starting area, if it's a wall or if it's the zero depth area where they can stand. And we want to establish trust in that we're always remaining in the same place that we began, when they began. Um, the exception of this being you can step closer to them, but not away from them while they're swimming. And this is a big deal, and we'll go into more detail with that later, but um, adjust your, your location based on where they are in a, in a given uh, for whatever activity you're doing in this case streamline in three strokes uh, so once they do that we'll say okay Johnny streamline to me do three strokes of freestyle and then they do it to you and then they get to you you're going to support them on the surface and say well done here's what you need to work on next time remember to streamline make sure you look down the whole time And good job on kicking your feet. 
and then you're going to give them a boost and have them do the same thing in front of them, uh, returning back to the wall. So streamline first, and then do three strokes back to the wall or back to the bench. And it's important that we want to say that because we're reiterating the commands, we're reiterating the instructions, we're repeating them, so they know exactly what we're asking them to do. And once we establish this kind of a pattern for our classes, then they're just gonna know, okay, I did that here, I'm gonna do it on the way back, and we can move away from what are we actually doing in the lesson to how can we do that activity better. And that's ultimately our goal. We wanna establish patterns, and we wanna establish routine, so what we're doing isn't as important as how well are we doing it and how can we improve or change what we are doing. Uh, generally, this is just establishing a guidepost for how to do uh, something and make it easy and similar throughout all of our programs. Okay, so what uh, we call this the rotation style. Um, and I have a graphic for that in our uh, swimming lesson program packages that is offered on swimming lessons ideas in the professional package. You can also see how this works at short distances in a swim lane um, on, in that professional package as well. Uh, so let's move on to how to give feedback uh, to the swimmers. I've already gone over this a little bit, but you want to explicitly state how what they were doing matches up to the objectives that you gave them or what the clear objectives are. Typically, these are keeping the body straight, keeping the face down, and moving the arms in a specific fashion. And we want to tell them, remember to do these things. Well done on doing this. So give them a positive, give them something to improve upon. And then follow up with that. So when we send them back to their original starting place, if they can do it on their own, following up on what we just said. So often I have instructors that will say, good job, and then send them back and then ignore the child when they're doggy paddling and they're supposed to be doing freestyle. And this is an, it's an awful thing for an instructor to do because it's not providing any sort of benefit to the, to the swimmer. What we want to do is when they come out to us and we say, all right, well done, good job on your kicks, but next time you got to put your face in the water, and then we send them back to the wall, presumably doing the same thing. If we're giving our instructions, okay, streamline first, do three strokes back to the wall. They get back to the wall or they get back to the bench and we don't give them feedback. Well, that just doesn't make any sense. I mean, we should be giving feedback immediately after each opportunity that they have to participate. And in this case, we would want to say, Yo, Johnny, you didn't put your face down. I, I, you know, I said that you needed to do that last time, and I expect you to do that next time because we're doing this three times. Make sure to remember to put your face down, and then you can work with the other two kids or three kids. And when it gets to be Johnny's turn again, you can say, "Hey, remember you, Johnny. Remember to put your face down this time. Ready, go." And hopefully they do, and they put their face down, and, and then we'll have hopefully established a new habit or a new routine or a new association with a new, better way of doing something. And when we take this style, this rotation style, this short distance skill work style, and look at what the swimmer gets out of it, uh, we're going to walk you through their individual journey on how this works. So if I am a swimmer and I'm sitting on in the pool and I'm going to hear the instructions, okay, my instructor is telling me, 
I'm going to do a streamline and do three strokes of freestyle out to them. My expectations, if they've done something similar to this is, and if the trust has been established, that wherever the instructor is going to be, I just have to make it to them. You know, I just have to get to there, and if I do these things, then I should be there. Now that it's my turn, the instructions were streamline, okay, I know what that is, and do three strokes of freestyle, okay, I generally know that freestyle is arms over the water, or front crawl arms over the water. So I'm going to push off, put my face in the water, and my focus was to look down. So, okay, I'm going to look down, I'm doing my streamline, now I'm going to do my three strokes, and the instructor is grabbing my hand, I'm going to stand up or lift my head up and listen. Okay, he's giving me feedback. All right, I didn't look down enough. Okay, on the way back, streamline first, head down, okay, kicking, arms. I get back, now I'm above water because I'm at the wall. And the instructor tells me, good job, well done, now I'm really happy. And I just can wait around, or I can watch the other people as they do their thing, or I can play with this toy, and oh, it's my turn again. So that's generally what their experience is going to be if we are doing this correctly, which is give clear instructions, give feet, give a focus, reiterate those instructions before each person's turn, give them feedback on what those instructions were and what the focus was, send them back to the starting point with a specific goal in mind, and then follow up on what we just talked to them on. And hopefully, if we're doing that, if the instructor is engaged and talking to each participant in a detailed fashion, we should have a very quick learning cycle because this is essentially um, working with an expert and getting immediate constant feedback. And that's really the best and quickest way to improve any skill. Um, so this is an excellent way of going about teaching lessons. Uh, especially traditional lessons, as long as your instructors are competent in every level or every skill ability, every skill line, then they can do this very easily with any type of activity. So streamlines, front crawl, back crawl, IY scoop and shoots, backstroke or breaststroke, butterfly, um, 11Y eat and reaches. Uh, you can do it this with butterfly kick. You can do it with underwater streamlines. You can do it with flip turns. You can, I mean, you can extend this beyond anything. The condition here being that each instructor knows all of these things and knows all the appropriate feedback to give to uh, their participants. And so the other two lesson programs, the stations, um, we can go over this really quickly. Uh, typically, for our station program we'll have as an objective of one of the stations five times streamline and it can be streamlined with any kick or with no kick sometimes we'll explicitly state it but typically it's with a kick and then we can also say uh, in, so for this instance uh, we'll say station number two is five times streamline and then we'll do five times backstroke streamlines and all the participants are doing is just doing a streamline getting feedback and then getting sent back to their original location do a streamline, get feedback, get sent back to their original location. And we can have them do the streamline back to the original location, or we can have them just walk and um, or swim or doggy paddle or whatever it is they want to do back to their original location. If you have questions about how this works with swim lessons, 
There is a detailed guide in the Swimming Lessons Ideas Professional Package, which gives you an outline for how to do this in your program, as well as specific activities to do in order for every level that you might have, a parent tot, level one, level two, and Swim America stations. Uh, this gives you a clear breakdown of how to do this rotation style swim lessons for particular and specific skills. So if you want more information, go to swimminglessonsideas.com backslash buy dash swim dash lesson dash plans and you'll find it there or just go to swimlessonideas.com and click on the big picture that says buy plans and you'll see the professional package there. For swim teams, swim teams, how to use this short distance training for your swim team. And this is really where the meat and power of this this techniques or this uh, organization style really shines is during the swim team. Now, for swim lessons, it's excellent. It's fantastic. It, it provides immediate feedback to each participant. And it keeps them moving quickly. For swim teams, when the ratios are much lower, I'm sorry, much higher in this case, the the swim team uh, setup is such that typically you have 1 to 20 kids, 1 to 15, 1 to 10 swimmers per coach on deck. So we're going to have a lot more people in the water doing things, and we don't want to just have one or two people moving at a time. We want to maximize the amount of time that each participant is getting an opportunity to do something. So the best way we can do this and give feedback to everybody and get an opportunity to see everyone is to set people up in waves and then spread everyone out so we can have more people engaged all at the same time. So typically we have a four-lane pool. And if we have 20 people in uh, the practice that day, we'll split up into equal numbers, send half to one end, half to the other, and then we will separate the uh, the rest out into lanes. So maybe we'll do three people in each lane with one person with one, or two people in each lane and and three people in two lanes. So we have 10 people spread out along four lanes. And the numbers aren't as important as long as you want to make it as equal as possible. And what we'll do is we will then have uh, each group, and they can do different things or they can do the same thing, but they're focused on, now because we have the pool split in half, half the kids on one side and half the kids on the other, we can't do 25s. We can't do 50s because we need to, we're spread out in such a way that both sides are being used simultaneously. And what we'll do is then we'll do short distance work. Activities that will get them no farther than halfway. And that's so they don't run into each other by going into the pool and, and down the lane. And the the options for this are, are are almost infinite. And the first thing that we do is streamline. So we'll do this uh, as three streamlines, uh, three times streamline. And we'll just focus on the three things for streamline, which we went over in the Swimming Ideas podcast episode number two, uh, streamline, and that was working with uh, the three things, lock your thumbs, squeeze your ears, and look down. And what we went over uh, is how to do that. So this three times streamline with freestyle kick, we'll say, and 
one person in each lane will go. They'll say first person, ready to go, and they'll do their streamline, and the coach can stand on the side of the pool and kind of look at each person. And what we want to do is establish a routine where each time a swimmer participates or does an activity, they get in the habit of looking at the coach. And the coach can look at them and give them a quick instruction. Uh, put your face, you know, put your face down. Draw a circle around their face. Point down, and the child will typically understand what that means. So next time, they're going to look down. Or uh, you can use the hand symbols that you use for streamline. Lock your thumb. Squeeze your ears. Uh, you can tell them remember to kick. Uh, if they do it really well, you can give them a thumbs up, an individual thumbs up. So we're watching three people at a time go, and they get staggered because each lane moves quicker, faster than the other lane, where when you're talking to another lane, the other lane will wait, ideally, for the coach to address them. And you can say, uh, give them their feedback. So each person should be getting feedback each time they go. And I typically apologize if I miss one of their swims, and I say, sorry, I didn't see it. I'll watch you next time. And they understand because it happens to other people. It happens to them sometimes. But typically you want to make be certain that you're getting everybody uh, hit up with feedback each time. So once the... The way the format works is person will have three people in a lane, and they set up their lane. One person is in the right-hand side of the lane, and everyone else is lined up along the left-hand side of the lane in the corner. And we'll have the first person go. In this case, we'll say streamline. They'll do their streamline. They'll stand up. They'll get feedback from the coach. They'll move over to the left-hand side of the lane and return to the line. Once that person, one, has moved over to the left-hand side of the lane, person two is free to go without prompting. They can just go immediately. They'll do their streamline, stand up, get feedback from the coach, and then move over. And then person three, once person two is out of the way, will then immediately go into their streamline, get feedback, move over. Once they've moved over, person one can then go. And so we're rotating through. Uh, and really, the only thing we're waiting on is the coach feedback, uh, because sometimes they can be talking to someone else. Now, a lot of times, you can give a simple thumbs up, well done, if it's something they've done before, uh, repetitively and well, and we're just doing it for the practice. Or you can give them simple uh, hand gestures and hand motions that you've established in your coaching routines to indicate, you know, kick your feet, put your face down, lock your thumb, squeeze your ears. Uh, you can do those things quickly and easily and get them out to each of the four lanes or three lanes that you're working on or that you have in your small group. Now, if you have more people in a lane, five people, uh, this isn't ideal. We want to keep it down to four at the most, if possible. And that way, people, the swimmers are not being neglected or not bored waiting around for their turn. Uh, so here's how we kind of uh, describe everything to our instructors and I'm sorry to our swimmers here's how we describe to our swimmers generally we do everything in sets of three uh, I just pick three because it gives them more than one opportunity to do something and it generally takes about five minutes to complete everyone to complete so they go three times with feedback it generally takes about five minutes including instructions so everything is three times and do something and then do something else. So, And then we can just stack stuff onto that as long as it's logical and makes sense to what we're doing. So I can say, 
We're going to do this three times. Streamline, which would be item one, plus three strokes of freestyle, plus a fillet. And we're going to say it in that manner because it's actually going to be done in that those steps. They're going to go underwater, do a streamline, because that's first. When they get to the surface, do three strokes of freestyle. And once they've completed it, do one flip. Now we want to say that in a sequential, logical way. And we don't want to skip any of those important details. Three times, how many times are we doing it? What are we doing first? Streamline. What are we doing after our streamline? Three strokes of freestyle. And what are we doing once we've completed that? We're doing a flip. And then move over and get back in line. We can also change that, and we can slide anything into that first item, or that second item, or that third item. We can mix and match things here. So we can say, everyone's going to go three times, streamline with butterfly kick, then item number two, do two strokes of butterfly with no breathing, and kick. And we can qualify, we can change uh, how, uh, how much is inside that item too. So we can say... Everyone's going to go three times, streamline with freestyle kick, then do five strokes, and you must breathe once during those five strokes, and then do a flip. So we have three items, item number one, streamline, item number two, five strokes of freestyle with one breath, and then item number three, a flip. And what we're doing is we're just stacking things together in a logical and systematic way that the swimmers and the beginning swimmers can understand very quickly because they know the formula. They've had that formula repeated for them re over and over again and we're just mix and matching what we're dropping into it. And they get a good sense of uh, what we're going to do and how things are done as long as we're doing this on a regular basis. Uh, like I said, we do this three times because uh, it is about a five to seven minute activity and we can get a lot of feedback in uh, they get three opportunities to do something sometimes we go over if another group is taking a long time so they may get more opportunities to do something uh, the goal here is to be as clear as possible in our instructions and to be as specific as possible in those instructions now what the coaches are doing is they'll be standing on the side of the pool or behind a lane and so if we have enough coaches uh, we'll have one coach per lane so they can give their full attention to one person each time they go and give specific and targeted feedback on how to improve. And hopefully we can do that with even more advanced things, streamline with butterfly kick, four strokes of fly, breathe on numbers two and four, and we can give them specific feedback on each stroke. You know, you forgot to breathe on stroke number two. On stroke number three, your arms didn't get out of the water. On stroke number four, your elbows bent. We can give them that type of feedback, and we can say, oh, good job on your streamline. Well done. Uh, next time, make sure that you're kicking stronger. You know, give them something to improve upon. Give them something they did well. Uh, and we want to establish in those swimmers a habit of looking back at the coach after they've completed their objectives. In this case, the, I just talked about their streamline with fly kicks and four strokes, breathing on two and four. They'll stop, turn around, look at me, and then wait for feedback. Or look at the coach and wait for feedback. Okay, so um, like I said earlier, uh, this is excellent for stations like Swim America. Uh, it, you can write out exactly what you want them to do in that station and based on their format 
uh, you do it until you succeed. And this gives you a fast, a lot of opportunities quickly with a lot of feedback. Uh, so it's excellently tailored for some America. Uh, it's also excellently tailored for any type of high engagement time. So anytime we want to give a lot of feedback to our swimmers, I would highly consider doing this station, uh, I'm sorry, this rotation short distance stroke work planning. Uh, there is a short distance cheat sheet. I included it in the professional package at the swimminglessonsideas.com. Uh, you can buy the professional package. It includes the short distance cheat sheet uh, along with a lot of short distance work broken down by skill and written out for traditional swim lessons and for swim america lessons so how you can actually take this short distance planning and use it in your programs uh, you can just read it right off the sheets you can use the cheat sheet for your swim practices you can use it for your um, swim program for your station programs it's incredibly adaptable and it works very well for both swim lessons and swim teams uh, you, like I said you can get that at swimminglessonsideas.com uh, and for more ideas check out the podcast swimmingideas.com uh, that is swimmingideas.com and if there's anything else that you would like to see in these podcasts please let me know send me an email jswim at swimmingideas.com uh, that's jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com uh, or you can send me a, twi a twitter tweet my twitter handle is at swimmingideas I'm always happy to listen uh, find out what you're looking for uh, or if this has worked for you have you done this program have you gone through the short distance uh, skill work or, or do you have any variations for it in your program? I know that we've talked to other coaches, other swim programs, and they do stations where they'll have one person giving feedback during a 25. Uh, but often I don't hear people doing this type of short distance stuff with immediate feedback and small targeted skill work. Uh, so let me know. Uh, like I said, send me a tweet at Swimming Ideas. Or send me an email, jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.